are Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles. If it has to do with L.A. and it has to do with sports, there's an 80% chance you're going to hear all about it right here. That 20% is Clippers and Chargers news that you don't care about anyway. Before we get started, be sure you're following us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA. Also, it's been a few weeks since we've uh, gotten a new review on Apple Podcasts, so if you have a minute or two, please uh, do us a solid and give us five stars over there. We really appreciate it. Helps boost the show and uh, and all that good stuff. So, on the show this week, we'll discuss all your latest Dodgers news. Sosha might finally be stepping down as Angel's skipper. Hmm. The ongoing drama with the Rams and Aaron Donald continues. Plus, I believe Ben has some Raiders news. A little Is that bit, right? Yep. Yeah, Ben prepared for the show. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Oh, you and your pink notes. I love them. That's how I roll. Gotta be a good one, for sure. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Darren Besa. Aaron Donald, your team needs you. <laughs> Get to camp. Come on, Aaron Donald. And Ben Garcia. Hoopty hoo. All right. Victor Costello and Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira are out this week on a... Uh... Oh, is Victor cheating on me? I, I is he cheating with... Uh, clearly. Oh, if you don't know where on. he is, then he's cheating. Maybe Vic got called over to Corner of the Galaxy, too. He'd be loving soccer. Eric, you should hold out. Hold out for a new contract. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, gentlemen, you know what, Ben? Uh, you were out last week. Yes, I was. And... You guys were talking uniforms and I wasn't interested. <laughs> ben says, eh, I'm not going to make it. I got to wake up early the next day. <laughs> uniforms, I'm out. Seriously, that's you, exactly what happened. You missed a great show. It was okay. <laughs> is, is uniform that... Is uniform talk really discouraging for you? Come on. No, listen, I, I was actually Lakers busy. got a new uniform. You I was, we were talking Bachelor in Paradise, he'd have been here. Oh, of course he would. Yeah, I, listen, if it was stuff that I really had a, a, a stake in or I, I really had an argument to make, I would have been here. But <laughs> you guys talk about that stuff. It didn't matter. I was busy with other stuff, and it just didn't work out for my schedule. Got I it. love that Eric's become our uniform aficionado. Yeah. Our correspondent. I didn't even know we needed that. We didn't need a soccer correspondent either. We don't need either. <laughs> I, I love Eric, well, but we, we got it. But we don't we don't need what he brings to the table. Oh, don't listen to him, Hammer. Uh, but you were here the week before, yes. and if you remember, uh, I took a little homework that week. Yes, you did. There was a, a discussion we had. We were talking about the Mike Trout thing. And yes. How Rob Manfred was kind of putting it on Mike Trout. That oh, that one. Okay. I was he, uh, I was thinking uh, figuring out the salary about how to pay him. But okay, yeah, you're right. I remember. Oh that. yeah, yeah. I don't. You, I, did, you, you didn't had, do that homework? I need more than two weeks to do that. <laughs> yeah, he had a few assignments. I think he skipped around a little bit. All right, That's ahead. extra credit for no, next no, week. No, no, no. I never agreed to that. But I am a man of my word. Yes. I did my homework, and uh, I figured out how we can promote baseball better. Okay. Oh. All right? Cheerleaders. I think, I think you guys are going to be on work. with this. Yeah. All right? <laughs> yes. So, any team not named the Yankees, Dodgers, Cubs, or Red Sox is now required to sell a small portion of their team to an approved investor. Now, how do you become an approved investor, you ask? Well, the idea is to pair teams with some sort of larger-than-life personality who will bring sizzle to their brand he wants Will and Ferrell. generate I was, I was more hype. I thinking the exact same thing. Will Ferrell is on your mind. Oh, will Ferrell, <laughs> it worked for uh, LAFC. LAFC? Yeah. yeah, this is what I'm thinking. Uh, Magic okay. with the Dodgers, yep. right? So, so who's on this list, right? Let's think of these names, like Will Ferrell, Magic Johnson. They bring sizzle to a brand, right? Dr. Dre. I'm thinking if you're a rapper, you're instantly on the list. Jay-Z. Okay? Snoop Dogg. Absolutely. All those guys. If you're a retired athlete who is beloved in your team's market, 
Yeah. You're on the list, mm-hmm. you know, a but, la Magic Johnson. Well, yeah, but you, know? you have to keep your money after you retire. So, like, AI would be perfect if he was in Philly. But, sure. like, two years later, he had no money. So. Well, yeah, okay. <laughs> so he has to have money. Right? Okay. These, these guys have to have money. And, right. and it can be a small portion, just enough of a portion to where they have a vested interest in it. Yes. And they're going to talk about it. They're going to hype about it. I mean, Magic has a tiny portion of the Dodgers, but he's invested he everywhere the in business. He'll get yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking Instagram models. You know, that generates interest and they have a wide, uh, you know, people and you get the Instagram models, you know, posing in their, you know, the team's outfit. you know, the slutty yeah. versions of their the team's outfit. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's going to generate interest. Aren't you about to get Vince, married? Vince McMahon. <laughs> Vince McMahon is on the list. He's for sure on the list. I, I was actually, any team could take him. He's on the list. I was actually going to bring him up. Right. So, yeah. like, he was the face of the XFL that failed after one year. So, yeah. How- but he was overshooting his bound. That that was that was too much. He was trying to take on NFL, okay, which so- you can't do that. But as a baseball owner, yes. Oh, that's perfect. That's great. Like he could bring, yeah. he could do his thing. It's an already established thing, and just bring his Vince McMahonness to that. Mm-hmm. But that's, what that's what makes great. Magic work is that Magic knows how to build a team. Magic knows this what a locker room have needs. Nothing will fail. No say well, but, whatsoever. But, but but my point is, is that by bringing somebody like Magic in, because that's who you mentioned as being sort of the blueprint to what you're talking about. Not, is not really. Magic, He's just an example. Magic yes. brings intelligence. He knows how locker rooms work. He knows what to look for in players, personality types. Do you think he has any of that influence on the Dodgers? Absolutely. Really? I okay. do. Well, then that's a bonus. Then, then Magic is a double threat. This guy doesn't have to be this. This guy so has to promote the team. He has to sell the team. He has to be the guy that's right. like on Twitter all the time talking about, you know, the about how the team and, is batting two forty. Yeah, and, exactly. And uh, he he pops out to first base too much. Well, he would focus more on the positive <laughs> stuff, you know. <laughs> so you you want like Will Ferrell giving massages to Mike Trout while he's oh, on the batting? Yeah, because it, especially with a rapper. Mm-hmm. Like if you had like rap stars or pop stars even, or you know what, maybe in those like like southern uh, you know states, you'd you'd get country stars that hang out with these people at clubs and stuff like that after hours. Then then TMZ's taking pictures of them hanging out with these players. Like Mike Trout is much more interesting if he's having dinner with Kanye than he is just by himself sitting at a <laughs> table. Right? Am I right? That's right. Jim yeah, can't deny that. Jim Harbaugh. Just as okay. as an example, uh-huh. made the news, and I don't know if it was this past season or the season before, where he went to a steakhouse and ordered milk, and they took pictures of him, and it was a huge story on ESPN the next day. All I'm saying is that he's an interesting character who, we go. who doesn't really have a lot of personality. Add him to the list. So. All I'm saying is that Mike Trout could do something to get some. Oh attention. yeah, he definitely could. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sure. I agree with that. Yeah. Oh, sure he could. Uh, I don't like it. You don't like it? Oh, this is this is. This I think is, it's gimmicky. This is fail proof. I'd also add the Rock to the list. Okay, yeah, he'd be there. Do you have a Kardashian on there? I don't have a. Well, kind of. I have a Kardashian because I have anyone with over fifty million Twitter followers. Oh, that's all. Who is non-political? You can't okay. be political. So Kanye, that's polarizing. So Kanye doesn't work. Kanye doesn't work. Uh, Obama doesn't work. Donald Trump doesn't work. Anyone non-political with over fifty million. Followers, I feel like the Kardashians yeah. would, but yeah, throw them in there. Jeff, I Anybody like it. Let's do it. Talking about the team, and they're not—they don't have a say in anything. They okay. just have a small just percentage of the it. team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
This is this is fail proof, Ben. Yeah. I got to be honest. It's yeah. solid. It's going to be a go for uh, the 2019 what's uh, your, season. Yeah. What, what's your next option? <laughs> That's or, as far as I got. <laughs> I give you a C minus. That's extra credit. <laughs> I'll take it. That's pass. Yeah. That's a pass. Barely. Yes. Only only because you just showed up. That's fine. Yeah. Showing up is half. You know of, what? Uh, you wrote your name correct. <laughs> Here's your participation trophy. <laughs> Thank you. No, that's not. That's, C plus that's is C, more than participation. I didn't say C plus. I said C minus. That's C a, minus that's is. That's a participation yeah, that's trophy. Borderline participation. Uh, but I put effort in. Eh, whatever. Yeah. All right. I don't like it. Of course. Well, I could have predicted that. I yeah. told you you yeah. didn't like it. But Darren, you on board? I'm on board. I yeah. love it. Let's All right. do it. Perfect. Okay. Ben. Yes. Speaking of grades, we're going to grade how well you prepared for the Dodger update since Vic's not here. Oh, He yeah. usually does the heavy lifting on those. Yeah, dude, Vic, get over here. Let's talk some Dodgers. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> Featuring Ben Garcia. So I think this weekend was kind of built up as a possible preview to the World Series. That's how I Astros saw it. Astros coming into town. Yeah. And so Thursday night before the Astros came in, the Dodgers just beat the crap out of the Brewers. I think the score was like 21 to 5. Oh, wow. So I was thinking to myself, like, okay, you're blowing your wad, right? Mm -hmm. So the Astros come into town Friday and Saturday, and they beat us 2 to 1 and then 14 to 0. So, mm -hmm. so we going into Sunday, we were looking to just salvage one game out of the, out of the, uh, of the series. So they go 1 and 2 for the series. And so you, you kind of look at it as – they just got Machado. They still have a bunch of guys that are coming back. They just recently started to kind of hit. So, you know, with the Astros coming into town, the Astros are, you know, arguably the best team in the league at this point. So it was a measuring stick to see where the Dodgers are at. And I think this is a great building tool for Dave Roberts. I think Roberts yes. looks at I hope I bet you he went into the series hoping that they lost two of three or they got swept. Because then he can use that as motivation to tell these guys, listen, we've come a long way. We've brought in Manny. We're coming back. We're going to be there at the end, but we've still got a ways to go. That measuring stick that we just measured ourselves to, it's obvious that we're not there yet. So let's get to that point. And I think, and I've mentioned it a couple episodes ago, the Dodgers are headed in the right direction. I think with Manny coming on board, I think with everybody coming back from injury, people starting to play a little bit better, this will be a different team if they meet in the World Series this year, and this series means nothing. So that's kind of where it stands. Had the Dodgers won the series... I would be saying, oh, this is great. <laughs> but I, I still think that I would have the perspective to say that it still doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Okay. I feel like you'd be more down if they did win the whole thing because you have that instinct to protect yourself no. and, and to like, eh, this doesn't mean anything, guys. Calm down. Relax. It, it, it really doesn't. It's yeah. regular season. It's almost like, I mean, because, and we've, we've kind of beat it to like a dead horse, but the regular season, 162 games, you know, it gets monotonous. It's almost like preseason in every other sport, right? Okay. Postseason is, is in a whole, is a whole different level, yeah. but I, I think that it was good for Altu. Or and actually, I do want to mention one thing: the game that they lost, fourteen to zero. I think three of the best hitters for the Astros weren't even in the lineup. So that oh, part, wow. that part bothers me a oh, lot. Yeah. That's something it says about uh, what you're pitching. Uh, well, so Maeda, I think pitched five and a third. And he gave up. I, if I if I want to say, I think it was five runs. Okay. But actually, the the part where the gasoline got thrown on the fire was their their new uh, acquisition from I believe the Blue Jays, okay. Axford, only pitched a third of an inning, gave up six earned. Oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh! So so Ouch. the shit hit the fan real quick, and it was obvious at that point that the game was over. But you know they 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 hung fourteen on the Dodgers, and three of their best hitters weren't even in the lineup. That part scares me. Although it is specific to those pitchers that pitched, so 
if this is any, uh, if you're if you're looking out towards the playoffs, Axford may not have a place in the Dodger yeah. rotation, uh, at least how. in the bullpen, yeah. because I mean, unless unless he can put something together uh, later on, those those hitters saw what was coming out of his hand. So the, the Dodgers will have to address that later on. Got Are you guys 100 percent right now? I can't remember if anybody's injured. You know, to be honest, it's it's a it's a moving target, so yeah. I I can't answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> if Vic was here, he could answer you it. Know, he exactly. probably could. I didn't do that. <laughs> I give it a, I, you know what? I give it a C minus. I appreciate ah. it. I give it a C. Can I have you know my participation, participation trophy? trophy? Yeah. No, you, you get like the fifth place, fifth place ribbon. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. It's a ribbon. That's fine. not a trophy. That's fine. I'll burn it because it means nothing to me. Yeah. That's right. I win. I win championships. You ain't first, you're last. That's right? right. All right. Good job, Ricky Bobby. Thank you. Ricky Bobby. Let's talk about uh, the Angels. And the fact that it was kind of leaked, I guess we could say, possibly, that we Mike no Sosha yeah. was stepping down. But then the next day, he comes out and says ah, that nothing's changed. That's yeah. not true. Just rumors. Yeah, you know, honestly, we have no idea what's going to happen at this point in time. Last Thursday comes around, Ken Rosenthal reports that uh, Mike Sosha will be stepping down. At the end of the season, at the end of the season. Now, this is 18 years now that Mike Sosha has been that head coach. Wow. And that's a very long time. But yet, seven hours later, the following morning, Jeff Fletcher from Orange County Register reports that it is all poppycock, that this is highly exaggerated, and that Mike Sosha might not necessarily go ahead and step down. So at this point in time, I don't know what is going on. A part of me says that, yes, Mike Sosha should be stepping down. Well, I think everybody agrees there. Yes, yes. <laughs> he should be. He yeah, should I be. I was going to say, except, I heard the last except episode. maybe Mike Sosha. Well, you finally Even came I around. I finally yeah. came around. Yeah. Mr. Rainbows and Butterflies. I finally, uh, yeah. yeah. And especially how the last few seasons has been going on for the Angels right now. I mean, right now, it, it seems like it was a lost season. We're 16 games out. Of the of the division, we're ten games out of the second wild card spot. You know, it's funny. We're only six games behind the Dodgers, though. Did you notice that? But <laughs> just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, you guys are playing in the division with the best team in wow. baseball. That's right. Our second oh. best team. I guess the Red Sox right now oh, are probably yeah. the best team. Yeah. <laughs> Good way to try to turn that around. But yeah, no. <laughs> not going to work. But overall. Um, I would I would have to say that I don't see how at this point in time how the Angels can go ahead and re-sign them. I I really hope that they kind of go into a new direction, and I wouldn't really be surprised towards the end of the season that that they just kind of agree to depart and go mutual ways. So, yeah, well, th- I think that's what we all want as Angel fans. Is you know what, Mike Sosha, he deserves a respectful exit. You know, he's <laughs> he's done a lot for for the ball club, and and you want him to leave. On his terms and, and happily. That's why it's perfect, like, at the end of the season, just step down. Yeah. You know, if you want to go on to another job, that's fine. But, like, don't, don't, let's, let's let it ugly. Let's not let it get ugly. Yeah. You know, that, I mean, I feel like that's what we all hope for. Because he deserves that respect. On the other hand, I, I'm wondering if this wasn't something that maybe was, like, leaked intentionally. Yes. And you have to look at who tended to benefit from something like that getting out. To me, it's the Angels. Right. The Angels don't want him back. But so they I, want him to leave on 
but they don't want it but, to get ugly. So right. yeah, it would make sense that they leak this. It's like, oh, this is a great idea. Sosha picks up on it. It's like, well, now I have no choice but to right. I think go ahead that's, and step I down. I think yeah. that's what's happening. I, I mean, I'm not into the Victor Costello uh, foil hat conspiracy. Yeah. but <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I mean, somebody leaks this stuff. Right. Yeah. You know, and and either it's true or there's something like that. You know, and it, it could be that he wanted it announced on his terms and that you know it got leaked so it wasn't on his terms maybe he's saving it for the end of the season because he he doesn't want a big deal to be made of it maybe or you know mm-hmm. i don't know but and, and i, I know, think it's happening yeah and i know on sunday when when you and i spoke jeff um we kind of talked about well who would be a good replacement for mike Sosha. now i honestly i don't pay attention to every single coach that's out there and I know that one of the names being tossed in that hat could have been Dino Weevil, the Angels currently their third base coach. Yeah. And I don't think that don't is like necessarily it. a person that should be at that spot because he's been under Mike Sosha now since, I want to say since 2006. Right. So you're, you're getting almost the same coaching right. that you would have been with yeah. Mike Sosha. We need to clean house. Clean house. Whole new message. Yes. Oh, I agree. This kind of sounds like what we were talking about with USC a couple years back with Lane Kiffin, with Steve Sarkeesian. It's like, you know, you're trying to recapture that glory. And now this is a, a different, you know, sort of a different story. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, let's let's hire the guy that's behind the guy and, yeah. you know, we'll get more of, of that. And I think at this point that in your situation has run its course. Right. So I believe that whoever you go with, it needs to be somebody that's not in the clubhouse today. I, You know, and, and I'll give Vic credit here with Dave Roberts, right? Like. You know, bringing in Dave, Dave Roberts as our manager last season, I, I kind of was thinking you know, with the with the championship team, you know, do you really want to start with a rookie manager? But bringing that type of blood into that clubhouse really helped the Dodgers, you know, succeed last year. And I think he's helped them, you know, kind of get through some of the, the doldrums of the summer this, this year. Mm-hmm. So I think he was the right choice. I think that's what you guys need to be looking for. Agree. I think Dave Roberts and the Dodgers have become – probably a little more sabermetrics heavy than I would like, you know, when you start looking at yeah. matchups and yeah. what they did in the playoffs last year with their pitching, uh, you know, uh, against hitting matchups. Um, but Sosha is old school. I don't think yeah. he looks at that at all. And I do think that there is a place for sabermetrics in baseball. So whoever that has to be, I think, needs to be open to the idea of looking yeah. at sabermetrics. Yeah, as well. and, I, and I think for the most part, Billy Epler, he, he is for sabermetrics. And I know Sosha is that old school type mentality. He's yeah. not necessarily for it. So, and, and I give credit for the Dodgers. I give credit for the Dave Roberts situation. Just like you said not too long ago, maybe it takes a loss like, like Houston winning those games last week against the Dodgers to yeah. fire up this team. And I want that coach who just can go ahead and fire up all of our young bucks yeah. and our young team and our veterans and, you know, have something produce, get us back to the playoffs. Yeah. Cause the last few seasons I'm not unhappy. I'm very, I'm sorry. I'm very unhappy about it. Yeah. And I said last week, you know, it's going to be hard for me to watch angels baseball. If he comes back another season. Yeah. I, and I think yeah. what you're going to see too, is if, if you do get rid of Sosha, I think that it's going to be sort of, a rebuilding per yeah. se for the angels. Yeah. So I think that they might just ask pool holes to not come back, mm-hmm. you know, and just say, listen, we're going to eat your contract. Or, you know, if you want to get traded somewhere, we'll, we'll be willing to trade you and pay you, a you large portion. Trade pools. Well, so hear me out. Right. So like, let's say, uh, there was a team out there that, that needed, I don't know. What can he do? <laughs> maybe, maybe not get traded. <laughs> this is what I'm waiting for. <laughs> that was great. 
<laughs> well, I was thinking like if he didn't play very often and like he could be a situational hitter, I still think that there's some value there okay. for a team that you know is going to go and, and do a heavy run. He wouldn't be an everyday player. He wouldn't be a a um, uh, a designated hitter, but but maybe he could be a pinch hitter in certain situations. That Utilize him for his veteran experience, right? And yeah. and if you can trade him for like a really crappy prospect and whatever, just to get him off your roster, to to get him off the bench and. And, and maybe bring in some new blood and, and, and go through the growing pains and bring in a new manager and, and, and just bring a whole different culture. That is kind of what you guys need to do. You know, keep Trout, you know. And then yeah. if, if a year or two go down the road and, and you really see that somebody's offering you some value towards the end of his contract and you don't think he's going to resign, then that's when you pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't do it now. But mm-hmm. but something needs to change. And and I told you, Jeff, in the beginning when, when Pujol signed this deal, like it was going to hamstring you guys. You know, then you sign the Josh Hamilton deal, which did it even yeah, that kind of and, and, worse. Bit, yeah. and, and I'm going to segue here. I don't know what's next, but if it's Rams, this is going to be the problem if you guys sign Donald, Donald to that yeah. to that deal. Oh. Right? So that's that's kind of what my thought process is. We'll put a pin in that one. Oh, oh are, we, are we going somewhere <laughs> else? <laughs> we are. We are. But uh, good stuff. You know what, Darren? That's a that was a B plus. Oh, yes. Update. Yes. Way better than no uh, participation trophy. You, nice. you had facts. You backed it up with, uh, you know, actual names of people. <laughs> Wasn't just opinion. Hey, I carried that whole segment. Really, so thank you for the really plus. good. You involved. You included the others in the room. Yes. You know, <laughs> other than just you talking through some props out to Dodgers. Yeah, yeah you did really, really good. Darren. That's a professional broadcast director. Oh, all around. All around. I love it. I love it. Uh, you know what? We got some more to talk about. I think before we do. We should talk about our friends at O'Malley's on Main. Yes. O'Malley's on Main. You know what? We're only 22 minutes into this show, and we're already talking about O'Malley's. Ben. Yeah. That means we got a short show. It is. I, I'm pretty was excited about that. <laughs> and I was going to say, there's not much else to talk about on my end, so I think we might be done at the 30-minute mark. Uh, we've been talking about O'Malley's on Main for, for a while. Awesome place there in Seal Beach. Definitely go check them out. Get a, get a beer, get some bangers and mash, all that stuff. But you know what? I thought it was time for a little more uh, online review theater. Oh, oh yes. I, uh, we, we explored Yelp last time. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know what? TripAdvisor, they got, they got hundreds of reviews. Well, a hundred and some reviews on, uh, on TripAdvisor. So I thought I'd pull one up and just randomly, <clears throat> I got this one. Sean, the manager, and Amber, our server, took excellent care of us. We were there to celebrate the life of our coworker. Bob Murphy, who passed on Memorial Day. Whoa. Wow. They what, reserved what? some <laughs> Did you tables on the patio. We ended up taking over the entire patio. Uh, Kevin O., that is not a good review. No. That's, no. that's a terrible that's, review. I think you should start over. We're going to start another review. <laughs> Let's look up another one random here. Sunday drinks. This Irish pub has a great vibe and a very friendly staff set in a cool little beach town. Great vibe all the way around. Hats off to the management and ownership. Keep it up. Now that you know is a five star. They hit the nail on the head there. It's the it's the beach atmosphere, right? Yeah. Like when you're on Main Street in Seal Beach, you really feel like you're at the beach like 50 years ago. Because you know so many so many areas now, you kind of go and and they've redeveloped. You know every you know couple of decades and stuff. And and I think that that's really they've they've updated, but they've kept. They're the, so true to tradition. Over they at absolutely Seal beach, yeah. are. And it's it, when you're there, you get that small town feel. You're right yep. by the beach. Yep. You know, and it's it's just a great time to be there and to hang out. Yeah. Good good spot. Yes. Awesome. Great awesome for place. dates. 
great for uh, hanging out by the beach, great for celebrations of life, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's talk about, let, you know what, let's real quick talk about the Lakers. We can't right. let a show go by and not mention our purple and gold. Vegas has the Lakers winning 48.5 games this season. That was uh, That came out this week. Ben, give us your thoughts. 48.5 games, over or under? In comparison, right on. Actually, before that, in comparison, how was that to last season? What I think last we... year they won 36, if I remember 36, right. 36, so, yeah. okay. Yeah. So it would be about a 12 to 13 game increase. And and I think that that's about right on. Yep. Vic, I think, had mentioned about 50 games. All right. If I was to take the over or under on that, I, I would take the over. I, I think it's going to be 49, 50, 51. I think okay. right along with what Vic is saying. I think 48 is a little bit conservative, but I can understand why they did that just because – it is the first year that you're bringing so many different people in. How is it going to mix? You know, this is a different style than what they played last year with the older veterans. So I think there's some questions. So I think it's a fair analysis. But, I mean, you bring in LeBron, it's you're going to get a, t- a minimum 10 games. Yeah. And then I think that by just bringing in the rest of the remaining veterans, it's going to give you another probably four or five games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vic text in from his lover's rendezvous with Eric mm-hmm. with, what, 51? I think he, he said, said 51. 51 yeah. games. Yeah. So. Over, I like that. For comparison purposes, uh, they would be tied for fourth place if you go by Vegas odds with season record. With Utah, Golden State, uh, number one, Houston two, and then yeah, tied for Utah, tied with Utah. Good. So that's who they would see in the first round. Yeah, yeah. And if you think about it, if that's actually how it happens, you know, if you look at their best player, it was a rookie last year. He's their point guard, and I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. But you know, it's. Are you going to trust him in a seven-game series, or are you going to trust LeBron? So if that is the first matchup, I think the Lakers get into the second round. So not only are we making the playoffs, if that's the situation, we would feasibly be making the second round. Continue it, yeah. And, you know, I I think that if if the Lakers can do that, and and obviously being a four seed, they would probably play Golden State. They'd probably end up losing. But the hope is they can push them to six or seven and, and beat them up a little bit and, you know, Hope and hope and pray that we could beat them. That, oh, that would be the hope. Be but amazing. I, I, I doubt be... it was. I doubt it would happen, but it would be fun to see. And then we beat up Boston in the finals. Oh my <laughs> gosh! I'm excited. It's happening, folks. You heard it here. Ben said it. A yeah. plus, Ben. A plus oh, for that. Stamp it approved. Love it. All done right. Done. Speaking of Vegas, Vegas has the Rams winning. I feel like we're blowing through this too fast, Ben. Oh, yeah. We're going to come in at a half an hour. Yeah. I'm what are people going to do with the rest of their commute? Uh, sorry, Cliff. <laughs> Vegas has the Rams winning 10 games this so season. Vegas has them going 10 and 6 this season. That's right. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I you know what? In some ways I have to agree with that because if you look at last season, last last season being that 11 and 5 season, in some ways the Rams got lucky. And I and the oh, reason absolutely. why I say that is just because for pretty much the entire part of the season, we were injury free. For the, we got Robert Woods taken out for about two weeks. In addition to that, um, our kicker was out for the good later part of the season. Mm-hmm. But other than that, things went well, and I think the depth that this current team has right now. And if somebody does get injured, especially on our offensive line, I know we have weak linebackers at this mo- at this uh, point in time. I think that can cause that extra one game differential between last season and this season. 
So I'll go ahead and agree with the, with this season. Uh, here's my thought. With that, with that record. I, I think that the Rams weren't playing a first-place schedule that they will be this year, so I think that's going to make it a little bit more difficult. I think with Jimmy Garoppolo coming into your division, you're going to have two harder games than you had last year when mm-hmm. he wasn't there. I think with um, Arizona drafting uh, the UCLA quarterback, Josh Rosen, if he starts, they're going to be a little bit better than they were last year. So I think the division in general is getting a little bit tougher. But, I mean – it would bring in Indomitian and Sue and bring it in to uh, Akib Talib or Talib however you say his yeah. name. Marcus Peters in the back. Yeah. So I think that there's some improvement. So to, to me, to, to me, 10 games feels about right. Yeah. I agree, I agree uh, with that. Yeah. You guys are totally wrong. 16, 16 and, and 0. 16 and 0, according to you. 16 and 0. Come on. Aaron Donald and Dominican Sue. They, they, wait, no team can, wait, 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 wait. can stack up against that. You said Aaron Donald. Is Aaron oh, Donald going to be there? He's going to be there. He's going to be there. He knows better. <laughs> Are you At sure least about for that? this season. I don't know if we'll have him forever. but <laughs> Well, why don't you fill us in, Mr. Besa? So I, I guess the Rams have some problems, and his name would be Aaron Donald. Yet again, Aaron Donald is not a part of minicamps. He was not a part of mandatory minicamps, OTAs. He is currently not a part of training camp. Well, wait a minute. If he missed mandatories, and that means he shouldn't be on the team, otherwise it wouldn't be mandatory. Well... He get, he's getting right? a fine. By yeah, definition, he's getting a fine, but, but he's still Aaron not Donald. there. Yeah. yeah, and this is Aaron Donald. <laughs> he lets stuff like that slide. And it looks like he might not be taking another snap until a contract is in line for really? what he needs. Yes. And and to realize this, you kind of have to look back, um, maybe about a week and a half ago, because rumors were floating around that a contract was presented to Aaron Donald and his agents. And I think, Jeff, that you mentioned it uh, when I was in Costa Rica, and that contract was about $21 million over four years. Yes. Which would make him, like, the highest-paid defensive player it would, ever, 20 right? million a season? $21 million a season oh, wow. for four years. And, yes, that would make him the highest-paid defensive player in the NFL. In fact, it would make him the 13th highest-played player in all of NFL. That's ridiculous. However, you should be thankful he turned it down. However, <laughs> however, that's that $21 million. Now, the rumors are still floating around is that they turned down this contract because they don't see that $21 million is worth it. They want $25 plus million. He's not worth it. Let me let me kind of wow. put this into perspective. For a player at a defensive yeah. lineman. Let me let me put this into perspective. When you think about the Texans, what's the one player that you think of first? J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt. He was their star. They paid him. Mm-hmm. Who's, what's their quarterback situation look like lately? Now, now, mind you, they can't pay a quarterback what everybody else is paying. Yeah. So they went out and had to get Brock Osweiler from the, from the Denver Broncos. Yes. And then he was a disaster, so they got rid of him. Then they end up drafting, is it with Deshaun, Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson? Watson, yeah. Oh, right. And so that worked out because he's, he's a decent player. And and they got him on a rookie salary structure. But if he ends up working out, and let's say that, that J.J. Watt's contract was 10 years, and it's not, mm-hmm. but let's just say that it was, they would have to let him go at the end of it because they wouldn't be able to afford both players. What I'm saying is that there are certain positions in the NFL that are important. Quarterback is an important position. I think you need to have um, uh, a, a middle linebacker that's that's a good, you know, because he's sort of the, light, the yeah. leader of the defense. Yeah. You need to have... Uh, your your uh, backside uh, lineman, offensive lineman to protect the quarterback. So there's like four or five positions that you have to have 
and that's who you pay for. And if you're not one of those positions, then you're not worth that kind yeah. of money. And and Aaron Donald, I'm not saying that he isn't a great player at what he does. What I'm telling you is that he in the position that he plays is not worth the money. Yeah. And and there's a good uh, there's a good metric out there. We use it a lot in baseball and that's the simple war. Wins above replacement. Yeah. And you take that QB situation that you were just talking about and that and they exactly made that comparison between um, Aaron Donald and Tom Brady. They took Tom Brady for the 2017 season, and they gave him a war, mm-hmm. a wins above replacement, at nine games. Yeah. So Tom Brady, in essence, being on that starting team, brings the New England Patriots nine wins that season. That's amazing, because if they won that 12, that means they'd be a three-win team with <laughs> yeah. that. That's more wins than yeah. half the season. That's so unbelievable. Exactly. But it's, but it's, it's the truth. It's the yeah. truth. But they did the same thing with Aaron Donald. Less than one game. Aaron Donald wasn't nine. He wasn't seven. He wasn't five. He was more than one. He was two. Wow. His war was two. But yet he's asking for top QB money. Yeah. And, and that position, and unfortunately, as a defensive lineman, isn't there right now. And all power to him for does, asking for it. Does any, does any team pay that? No. No. That's why the Raiders are having an issue with Khalil, Khalil Mack. Mack. Yeah. So, so nope. Mack is, is pretty much telling them the same thing. Two years ago, he was defensive player of the year in the NFL. He's a three-time All-Star or, or Pro Bowler or whatever they call him in the NFL. So he, his resume says that he should be paid. And what he has going for him is that he plays middle linebacker. He plays a position that is the captain of the defense. So he should be paid. Mm-hmm. But he's asking for an exorbitant amount of money. And I think that the way the NFL is going right now with the salary structures and yeah. paying quarterbacks, because they just signed uh, Derek Carr to, I, I, what's it, $29 million or $30 million dollars. So they've already got that invested of, you know, say a hundred million dollar salary cap. They just don't have the money. Yeah. And so right now the Lakers, the Lakers, the Raiders are looking at actually trading him to see what they can get. Wow. And and I think that that's the nature of the beast. I think right now, if you're a defensive player, you're not going to get paid. Now you say that right now. Take five years from now, and the salary cap raises what eleven point three million dollars a year. Yeah. You think that point in time? We might be seeing defensive linemen getting paid $25 million a year. No. You see quarterbacks yeah. getting paid more. Yeah, I, I do. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and so, like, to the Aaron Donald, to, to kind of finish it with the Rams, mm-hmm. if you sign Aaron Donald what he wants, you're, rec- you're lucky right now that Goff is still on, you know, his rookie, his rookie contract. contract. Yeah. When he comes up, if you've already allocated that money to your Aaron Donald, to your defensive line, how much money are you going to have now to dedicate to your quarterback? Yeah. So, so Goff is going to say, well, hey, listen, the Texans, J.J. Watt just came off. I can go to the Texans. I can start, and they've got a decent team over there. So now you guys are going to be left with Johnny Manziel because that's the only oh, yeah. person that you Johnny. can pay for <laughs> and that you can afford. So, you know, so Jeff, I know you want to pay everybody and it's rainbows and butterflies, but you know, it's it's like it's like managing your household. Yeah. You know how much your mortgage is. You know when when taxes are due. So you're not yeah. going to overspend that month before because you know you need to save that money for a later expense. That's what the Rams need to I, do. Yeah. I agree. And I, I agree. And and I didn't know these numbers. And and absolutely, I think Ben's right when he says we're lucky. Hold on, I'm going to give you a standing down. ovation. <laughs> Do I get an A plus? Give you for giving I get no, an A plus ben for props. this one. There yeah, you go. <laughs> yeah, that's what it takes. No, I think Ben's right when he says we're lucky that he turned down the 21 million. And this could be why the Rams have been stacking this team to win this season. Yeah. is maybe they knew this was coming. You know, maybe they knew Aaron Donald. They weren't going to be able to afford him because. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think they 
conversations have been open with him. It's not like we're just shutting down yeah. conversations, yeah, which is it, what it's felt like. Yeah. They're trying to pay him, but he just wants a ridiculous amount. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of, of a different scenario with the Raiders just because it sounds like John Gruden has never even spoken with Khalil Mack. They haven't been in contact whatsoever since John Gruden came on board. Well, you know, John actually said something, and it, it makes a lot of sense. And it goes to the J.J. Watt argument, right? And it's that we had let's, – let's make the argument that Khalil Mack is the best middle linebacker in the NFL right now. Okay. How good was that defense last year with him? Not great. Not, exactly. Yeah. So, if it's not great and you've got the best player playing that position, then let's not pay him. Let's pay somebody half that cost. And then let's improve in our cornerback. Let's improve at safety. Let's improve in our, our run stopper. Let's improve the defense in other places if we can get that for him today. Because yeah. that is what makes – and this is the Mike Trout argument, that let's give up your best player, let's get three or four pieces that can help this team. So I think the Raiders are smart. This yeah. is not how the Raiders have operated the last 30 years. So <laughs> honestly, it's always – hey, they were, they were signing guys like you know Tim Brown to, to lifetime deals you know, when he's 48 years old. Like, mm -hmm. That's who the Raiders have been. And so to see them being fiscally responsible is a really weird thing for me. Ah, just win, baby. Come on. Well, and I think, that, I think that with John and I think with Reggie McKenzie, I think there's a lot of negative articles being written right now about the Raiders. But as a fan, somebody who's followed them for the last couple of years, I, I, I tend to agree right now with a lot of the decisions that they're making. Now, I think that as the season goes along, we're going to find out if this is going to work or not. And I think that with the brain trust that they have, they'll be able to, to adjust. Yeah. And, 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 you know, in future years, they'll, they'll get better at it, you know, especially this being John Gruden's first year back in yeah. 10 years. But, you know, to the Khalil Mack point, you can't just pay him because he's Khalil Mack. You need to look at what you need and, and how you allocate your money. And if, if anything tells you, if, if you're looking at a team to build yourself around, you know, similar to is, is, the, is the New England Patriots, and they don't ever overpay anybody. They keep you until the last yeah, year of your deal. That is true. And then they trade you, and they get in new pieces. And I think that's what the yeah. Raiders need to do, and I think that's what the Rams yeah. need to do. And, and I'm totally on board with what the Rams are doing. I know they can offer them $21 million, and I'm sure – they can squeeze in another $5 million and give him what he wants. But the value at that position yeah. is not there. I'm on board with what the Rams are doing. I, and I, if, I were the Rams, if I were the Rams, this is what I would do. I would take that offer off the table. I'd say, you're no longer going to get that. Because I think that the way the league is going, no one would pay that. I don't think anybody would pay $15 million for that position. So what I would do is I would hold out. I'd let him go and, and see what else is out there. Even though he can't move because they have yeah, him under they contract. Got him, yeah, they got yeah, him under contract right. still. So sit out or, you know, we'll trade you. Or if you want to hold out until next year or whatever, that's fine. We'll save that salary. And I, I think the Rams right now have all the chips and, and they shouldn't let it go. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't see the Aaron Donald, what he has going for him at this point in time. He's, he's going to get paid $6.7 million. But if he doesn't show up, He's not getting paid. He's not going to be a part of this team for one year. What team is going to sign somebody at that position for what he wants without playing for this entire year? Right. Nobody. Nobody, yeah. Nobody, Nobody. will. Agreed. So get to camp. Ah, oh, come on, Aaron Donald. Use your head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wow. That's all we got. Yeah. Eric's not here to give a Galaxy update. I'm sure they tied somewhere in the world. 1-1 in the 92nd minute. Yeah. <laughs> Zlatan did some Zlatan yeah, things. Did some yeah. crazy stuff. 
Yeah, good stuff. Uh, I don't know what to do with the rest of your commute, people. Well, but, uh, I can talk a little Bachelor if you guys want. Nope, nope, we're oh, good. We're good. Married gosh. at first sight? Nope. No, we don't nope. need to. Go check out Skip Corner out. of the Galaxy for your Galaxy update. <laughs> Kardashians? Eric should be on that show Oh, this I do week. have a Kardashian update. Oh, uh, my gosh. You, you, you didn't close it in time. Come on. A little bit quicker next time. You know what? So this I feel like coming squeaked right in. Yeah. So there's we were this, almost there. This upcoming season, they've by the been way, prompting already it. grading an F on this. But continue. There's there's trouble in paradise. So the three main sisters, Courtney, Chloe, and Kim, are feuding right now. Oh it's wow! Two against one. So shocking. So Courtney is sort of the odd man out. So it'll be an interesting season to see how they <laughs> how get. He back. says, "Man, Courtney, <laughs> man. Oh. She is the most mannish of the." Of the three. No, no. Courtney's the cutest one. Really? Yeah. Cuter than... Uh... Oh, I, see, everybody thinks Kim is. I, I'm not a Kim fan. I think Kim looks fake. I think Kim is just... Like, I couldn't hang out with... I, I, if I was to hang out with one of them, it would definitely be Chloe. <laughs> but if I was to date one of them, it would be Courtney because Courtney is the cutest. Is she OJ's daughter? I think so. Yeah. Ah, oh, if Ben says it. Jeff, don't All right. Don't continue it. You got an A now. <laughs> that's exciting. You heard it here first. Courtney Kardashian is really Courtney Simpson. I think so. Oh. oh. Wow. Piece. I hope we find. Do we ever find out? You know, actually, by the way, I've never mentioned that. So, Jeff, you're following the Kardashians. Good for you. Uh, see, you fell no, into a I, I follow OJ Simpson. <laughs> uh. do, uh, do we ever find that out? Is that ever? No announced anywhere no. i think they know but they won't announce it oh really yeah because she had was it a couple seasons ago she had like a dna result and then if i remember right she didn't ever want to look at it like she threw it away or something like that but really yeah or or or, or she had an appointment but didn't go there so they were oh. really close to like figuring it out and then like whatever it was it ended so yeah i don't think that oh, they'll yeah. ever know it totally is. And, I, and, if, and if it really did end that way, I think it's because they think they knew that he, she actually was and just didn't want the proof out there. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> but if Juice was still on the sidelines, she'd be his kid. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. The Juice is loose. Juice is loose. All right. That's it. That's it. Right? That's Nothing it. else? Oh, yeah. you know, I, I do oh have something gosh. else. Yes. Keep it going. Uh, want to go ahead and Ben awake. Yes, I just want to go ahead and give a quick shout out to the 10-year-old Placentia Pony Punishers. Oh. These kids went to the World Series championship game all the way out in New Orleans just this weekend. Really? They had a phenomenal record. And the reason why I mention this is just because my son was formerly from a Placentia Pony. They had a phenomenal season going for like something ridiculous like 53 and 13 with uh, three games tied. Great overall bunch of kids for these lucky 12-year-olds just to go that far into the series. Unfortunately, they fell short from the World Series championship, but at least these 10-year-olds are the champions for the entire United States. That's awesome. So good for Placentia, 10U Punishers. That is awesome. Uh, Is there any sort of, uh, on your son Aiden's part, like... uh, fifth Beatle remorse where he got out of the band right before they <laughs> went to New Orleans. Unfor- and- no, and unfortunately he's a little bit too old. So, but, <laughs> oh, okay. but we do know, we do know a few members from the team. So uh, nice. Yeah. Lucky them. You've Good. been drinking with their dads. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. We are guys in shorts. Follow us on Twitter at guys in shorts, LA and on Instagram at guys in shorts sports. We're on Facebook, Reddit, all the good stuff. 
The website is guysinshorts.com. We got the store up there. Also, you can leave a voicemail through that website and by calling 562-450-3356. As always, please share the show with all your friends. Review us on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate those reviews. Uh, maybe don't mention funerals of coworkers during your review. Like, Give a legit review of the uh, of the actual show. I don't care what but, you say. If you give us a five, we'll take it. That's true. Good point. There just, you go. Just do the five stars. You don't even have to leave a review. Just give five stars. That's fine. Perfect. And uh, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Gentlemen, That's more important. Good I think stuff. If you subscribe and your friend listens and they like, they'll subscribe. Yeah. It helps us bid our, build our listeners base. So definitely give us a review and download us. Yep. Yes. A plus, gentlemen. Really good. Who needs Vic and Eric? <laughs> Nobody. Yeah, nobody, except nobody. Josh Gessman. They're just dead weight. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Useless stats. <laughs> For Darren Basin, Ben Garcia, I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. Hoopty hoop. Ah!